Hello, hello, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. And yes, we are awesome. I'm J5 here with Meals. We are days away. I think actually the next time we record, it'll probably be like the last day or like the day before the last day of Black History Month. But this is the last full week of Black History Month. Meals, what's going on? I mean, this Black History Month hasn't been really all that great, to be honest with you. We have not really made any... (laughs) No strides or anything, but you know, I think it's the thought that counts. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the twenty eight days that count. Some some days, if they're nice enough, we get twenty nine. Um, <laughs> but I think it's the thought that counts. I guess, and a lot of things that are going on. Um, Black History Month celebrations and stuff like that. Like I, you know, my thing. I feel like Jeff Van Gundy fucking talking NBA right now. Have you ever heard Jeff Van Gundy on speaking about basketball like on ABC and then he'll just bring up some wild point and go off tangent? I feel like we should start thinking of new things for Black History Month, right? (laughs) I have no clue where you're going with this. (laughs) So I feel like, yes, we're going to continue celebrating, you know, wrestlers of the past and present. And I love the stuff that we do on the A show because I feel like we're, we're now touching like the B sides of like stuff. Like we had the big moments last year, this year we're doing like a lot of the underrated moments, a lot of stuff that people kind of look over or stuff like that. But I feel like for black history month, like there's gotta be more, right? Like, I feel like, I don't know if it's like a, I feel like we should be getting checks or something. Like, so I don't know. I just, (laughs) something about like the idea of, even companies themselves celebrating Black History Month in certain ways, and they're definitely spotlight. But the fact that it's only like delegated to a month kind of irks my soul a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. The fact that it's really pushed for only a month and these opportunities show up like during this month and these conversations happen only during this month is like very like settling because March 1st is going to drop and then it'll be Women's History Month. And then April, it'll be Earth Day. And then May, it'll be something else. And then June, it'll be... What the fuck is celebrating Earth Day? Us people who love our Mother Earth, quite frankly. Um, But, you know, everything... We're in a society right now where everything is so driven and social media driven and stuff like that. And we go from the next topic to the next topic to the next topic. One day, we'll be talking about... um, insecure and then the following week euphoria is on and it's like what i don't remember how to end insecure so it's like there's so many i feel like we need to continue to go that's the world now though nothing nothing is more than a week you know what i mean only thing that's like a week is like a marvel film or a dc film will be a conversation for more than two three weeks right like right right right. or or a kanye and drake album will be more than two or three weeks or something like that. There's only I, I, it's and it's scary, and I, I feel like the the pandemic has kind of sped that up because our we we only have enough attention for for one or two things, but right. they throw a thousand at us a day. Absolutely. So the only thing people have time for the only time the only thing people have time for is big tentpole events, mm-hmm. and I, I I think it's it's to the detriment of other things that might be really good. Whereas back in, and, and I and you know I might be getting a little bit too kind of woke or deep here, but it's like I feel like we. Whereas we, you know, some people might appreciate the smaller moments now, we we definitely like had a a, a breadth of options back in the day before this pandemic shit started. Like we we yeah. definitely had people that were into more than one thing, and it was okay. And I feel like this just sped like the pandemic just sped all this shit up. Like I watched a movie called um, Nightmare Alley mm-hmm. yesterday, 
And this was a movie that came out the same day as Spider-Man did in December. Completely flop. Right. right. It got nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. And I was like, that's so crazy because it's already on fucking Hulu <laughs> and HBO Max. And I was like, this came out in December. So I watched it and I was like, yo, I really liked it. I wonder why people didn't pay attention to this thing. It's a really good movie. And yeah. it's because people really only have the bandwidth for one thing now. And and I, and I think that it, that just that's just in every type of of uh you know, every type of 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 pop culture thing, culture thing, everything. Yeah. It, it it's a you know, I look at I'll get into a bigger spiel once we get on the Patreon type of thing. Um just about, you know, the work that we do and stuff and what it means for Black History Month and a lot of stuff like that. But, you know, I would love to see these conversations. We just came out of the NXT Black History Month room part two. Um, a lot of great people, Malik Blade, um, you know, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, Lash Legend, Anif what's what's my man's name? Anif Idris Nofe, I believe. There we go. Um, And it was a great space. And I think it was a great like sound off and shout out to Alicia Taylor for also hosting the room. But I thought, I thought it was just this great conversation between, you know, and and in my opinion, I I think I enjoyed it better than the last one, even though I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but (laughs) I enjoyed it better than the last one. But I feel like these conversations, it's great to see WWE superstars kind of talking so openly because this is the kind of stuff I don't think white fans realize, like, this is the stuff that we dream about. Like, this is really breaking the fourth wall kind of for us as black wrestling fans because we never get to see black wrestling fans address race in professional wrestling. It's like it's taboo. And it's only taboo because of people who are white who's been in charge of wrestling, who believe that wrestling should be bigger than race and bigger than, you know, religion and all this other stuff like that. And it should transcend all of that. And you should be able to speak to the masses and not just one race. But I think now we're realizing how, especially in America and probably across the world, everyone's different experiences um, lend to the fact that like we're not all the same and you can't really speak to all of us the same. And and, and it doesn't really, we don't really create any progress trying to dilute the water of kind of like, you know, representation or, or, or race or anything of the, of the mind. So I love the conversation. I wish there was more. I wish it just wasn't Black History Month. I wish we kind of have these conversations without like it um without it essentially being like dedicated just to this month. But I mean, you know, it, that that is, that is our that's our Black History Month uh soapbox for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Listen. I'm so boxing it up, baby. Come on. I have thoughts. I have opinions and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I'm also, I'm also, I'm also freshly now 32. Look at me now. Look at I new. know. Happy birthday, brother. I mean, you you was out here living. I sent you a, I sent you a gift. Did you, did you use it up already? Fuck! I used it that day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I bought, I bought lunch. <laughs> I, I bought way more than that. Listen, I had a great birthday. There's something about. All right. There's time for me and my friends and having all and hanging out and all that stuff. And I'll make time for that. But there's something about having a day all to yourself. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no dog. I ain't got wow. no girl. I feel attacked twice. You ain't got no kids. You ain't got no kids. You said the dog. I'm like, damn what the dog got to do. <laughs> I ain't got no pet. 
I got no significant other. Do you feel less targeted now? This sounds <laughs> now I just feel like it sounds sad. <laughs> no, but listen, like there's part of me that absolutely enjoys like I'm I'm a creature who needs space, even when I'm in certain things. Like I need space. So I took pretty much most of the week off of work last week because God knows I didn't want to be at <laughs> No. I didn't want to be at work on my birthday. I feel like it's the saddest shit ever. Um, especially when people don't know it's your birthday. Um, and I just spent the entire day by myself. I got free food. My favorite restaurant gave me free food. Um, did a long run in Prospect Park because it's unseasonably warm in February. It was like 60 degrees that day. I had a great day. There's so much love that also came online, too. I was just like, wow, I feel loved and appreciated in that order. Um, so I had a great birthday. Snigger. <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll see who shows up for my birthday. You got plenty of people who showing up for your birthday. You got yeah, Roman right. Reigns, who fucking <laughs> Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Wale. Happy birthday, nigga. Watch me take the finals. <laughs> Big E, I'm sure Big E will be happy to see you. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, a lot of A-list talk. Of course, if you guys don't know, on the on the Patreon, we, we allowed everyone to create a list that we're calling the A-list, which is the top 50 wrestlers of the 21st century. Me and Mill just had a, a, a very heated argument. Of course, if you can pay Ain't five. Ain't nothing but a list that could tear us apart. Like, a fucking <laughs> list will end up. That will be the death of that will be the death of the A show one day. It is going to be us having to rank something because. <laughs> also, uh, I get I, my chip is coming today, so we're going to be doing the hot chip challenge very soon. Yes, so. we'll be doing it very soon. I don't know if I can do it this. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. You, yeah. you really, when you have that chip, you have to scale out time for when your body decomposes and builds itself back up again afterwards. So, really, no, no, no. That's I'm, oh. I'm being wild extra with it. Okay. But you definitely got to scale out time to recover from said chip is what everything that I've seen. Let's do some quick news real quick. Okay. First up, Jim Ross confirms his AEW contract is up soon, but he's not looking to go anywhere. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stick around, nigga. And have some fun. <laughs> I don't know. He sounds like he is miserable every week on Dynamite or since he's been back on Dynamite. He, I feel like it's it's very bad. He's a recognizable voice. I get it. But he's also like a jillion years old and is being forced to keep up with the way television is and these superstars are. And I know they don't wrestle like they want, like he wants them to wrestle. They don't wrestle like Dr. Death, Steve Williams, or Stone Cold Steve Austin, or any of the niggas that he loves. So <laughs> I'm sure every week for him is just trying to keep his eyes on the screen and making sure they're going left to right accordingly. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, where else you go? Like, you're not going to, they go to WWE, he's not getting a steady check. They're not going to put him back. They'll put him back on for a WrestleMania. And say yeah. like call this match, but they're not going to consistently put him back on TV. He's seventy, man. He old as fuck. Yeah, he's seventy, bro. Uh, next up, you want to get this? I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Keith Lee thing last. Uh, Tegan okay. Knox had an interview. <laughs> Tegan. Got a lot of uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, I mean, first of all, she says right before she got released, she tested positive for um for COVID literally like the day before. Damn. Probably should have told somebody. <laughs> but did you oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. But then she said, uh, it's a lot of different things. Everyone's walking on eggshells with all the releases happening. You kind of feel it could be me next. And I had this feeling where I wasn't not welcome, but it's such wanted. I don't fit the demographic that they're looking for. I'm five foot six, blonde brunette girl covered in tattoos. Watching the product now, it's very much diva era going back to it, I feel. Ooh, that's a take. That's certainly a take. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was coming at all. Because <laughs> that's like a double shot. <laughs> That's like y'all not who y'all are now. And back then, it was doing whatever they doing back then, y'all doing now. That's a double shot. That's very interesting. I agreed with everything up she said until that sec until that last part. I agreed. I was like, wow, look how self-aware she is. Clearly. Um, where would she fit in, in this product being someone just named Tegan Knox or just Knox? No gimmick, no, you know, discernible traits. Just Bad the shiniest knees. wizard. <laughs> Bad knees. <laughs> Bad knees, all types of other things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much things working against her. But the fact she made it to the main roster herself was just a blessing in itself. Um, yeah. And when she was gone, I was like, damn, it's tough. Because she's been through a lot. But I get it. And I think she gets it, too. But also she's like, yo, like I didn't really fit in with what they're doing. You know, I'm she it was talking like I'm more of a wrestler. And <laughs> what they're doing is a lot of sports entertainment. But you know, I so what we we're just, you know, we couldn't see eye to eye on where I was at and where they that's what she sounds like. Yeah. God that bless was her. A, it, it got her it let me let me tell you, she's not she's not uh <laughs> She has no, she has very, uh, she's lost a lot of fans, I'll say. Yeah, I'm sure the stands <laughs> frying her ass up. <laughs> Scrambling yeah, D- her D- ass D- up and frying it up, man. Oh, yeah. They're, her knee has been on a pressure cooker more than usual. Listen, uh, based on these. Michelle McCool Belair 28. <laughs> I'm sure she, <laughs> she frying her ass up right now. So, But that's my thing is like, a lot of people are like, oh, I, I get it. She's bitter. I'm like, yeah, but like being bitter doesn't give you the right to be like to just lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's just not even on the brand that you were on in NXT. Is that even true right now? You all? know, I feel like she's trying to formulate a reason to be okay with everything that happens. And you know what? If that's what you got to tell yourself for you to be cool, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Because it could be worse. She could be completely obscene and don't know what the fuck. She could be like those other three, you know, white nuttos who are coming up with their own company, shit like that. She could be one of them niggas. I'd say <sighs> this is a, this is certainly a lesser evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drake Maverick is back <laughs> again. Man, yo, listen, a check can't escape this nigga. He is here. He said, "Well, he said, listen. Well, I do anything. I'll fucking go back to NXT. I'll come back to the main roster. I'll and now he's back and he's writing. He's 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 now part of creative for the for the uh, for the Raw brand and he's been working there for the past couple of weeks. God bless. Keep it. They job, said bro. In, 
according to Fightful, um, he was actually on the creative team before his non-compete clause was up. <laughs> so he was getting paid, literally still just getting paid, just going to work. Listen, if he get benefits, cook, my man. <laughs> get some nice dental and, 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 and some medical, some good eye insurance. Listen, this might be the way to go. This might be the way to go for Drake Maverick. I'm not mad at him. The man can't, this, a check cannot escape him. I can't even say that he's trying to escape a check. That He finds it where he finds it. So God bless Drake Maverick. God bless him, man. And I mean, pay, pay them bills, brother. Pay them bills. Uh, did you see this Wade Keller, Keith Lee stuff? I did see this. I did. Talk about it. Hey, do, do, do we call it or do we call it? All right. And I, I feel this is a more of a where there's smoke, there's fire thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But during a, during a recent uh, way, color blocked me a long time ago. So I had to read this off of a, <laughs> a site. But a third party <laughs> source. Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to wrestlingnews.co. Um, so Wade <laughs> Keller. <laughs> he kind of talks about some of the reasons why Keith Lee was released. So he says that, um, you know, he said he starts off by saying, I'm not in the Keith Lee hater club. He says, I am his only friend because I'm not enabling him and acting like the reason that he hasn't succeeded as much as he should is the fault only of Vince McMahon. It's not. It's on him. And this is from friends who care about him and talk to me. If Keith Lee is wrestling, he's in the ring, put rest and he's in the ring wrestling, putting his health and the well-being of his opponent on the line. If he's clear for that, he can be clear to work out and get in shape. If the idea that he can't possibly get in shape because he had COVID and he might die or he went through stress, then take some time and get in shape or don't wrestle if you can't. I mean, that's not an argument. Listen, he hey. showed up in AEW. I don't know if we talked about the debut, but he showed up there. Oh, yeah, we did talk about the debut last we week. We did talk about the debut last week. We had a lot to talk about last week. He didn't he he didn't uh he didn't look like he was in the best shape. I Let's mean uh, yeah, but also to me, he's been kind of shaped like that for a minute. And maybe we haven't noticed it because he was wearing a t-shirt for the last year that we knew him. But uh, not even a t-shirt, like more like a top. But <laughs> a top is funny. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, compared to where he come in. So I always, I, 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 I look at kind of... um. His debut when he was in NXT, and I look at his debut in AEW, and he definitely has gained, you know, quite a bit more weight. Um, mm-hmm. However, all I care about is his health, and I just want to make sure that he's okay and he's doing everything, and his health is his priority when it comes to all of this because it should be. I mean, he's not a young professional wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. He's not old, old, but he's not young neither. And I think considering now, you know, taking on a lot of things, his marriage and all this other stuff like that, um, I would hope that, well, I would believe that his health is his first priority for sure. For sure. He's an adult. My health is my first priority. Mental health, emotional health, physical health, all type of other stuff is definitely my first priority. So I would hope that it's the same for him. Um, but it does kind of like there's been a lot of rumors surrounding his exit from WWE. And there's been a lot of rumors in terms of like what happened, what led to it. You know, us as fans are, you know, 
people definitely people are very very bitter because they feel like he was a product that like a can't miss product like he was he's built for this like you look at his encounters with roman reigns you look at his encounter with, with brock lesnar like he's definitely going to be a star and wwe released him but now we're seeing that wasted it could him. Be, yeah well yes wasted him so now it could be between something else to be honest with you uh what so keller can well i, I I'll, I'll say what i think after this this next point sure um Number two, he says, this all this predates COVID and what he went through, including the attitude issues that were going on that I heard about in NXT. I'm not making up the fact that Keith Lee did himself in through his own actions for years in the WWE system, and I'm not doing it because I'm out to hurt Keith Lee. Keith Lee's career has not gone the way it should for reasons I've conveyed from what other people have told me who are not out to get Keith Lee, and there's no incentive for them to say anything bad about him. They like him. One of them texted me after his match on Wednesday and was lamenting how he looked uh, in his cardio again. It wasn't hateful. It wasn't mean-spirited. This is somebody who likes him and was hoping they'd see a different Keith Lee. I think there are moments that we kind of saw that attitude stuff come out on social, I think. Mm. And that I mean, was, yeah, you're I was, right. I, I, I could definitely see the attitude stuff. Someone had reported, I think, I think someone else had reported that wasn't Keller on the attitude stuff after he got released. And and we remember the, the 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 article that came out on the vaccination stuff when Naya got released and they said, you know, uh, six of the 10 or something that got released were for vaccination-related issues. And right. me and you sat on the show and you said, okay, definitely him, definitely carrying, definitely blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And we, when we got to Keith Lee and Mia, we were like, no way, right? No. So that was another smoke, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire incident. And it's like, you know what? There's some credence to this. Like, I'm not like people were like looking at Wade, like because of his his comments about Brandy and mm-hmm. because of his all, all that other stuff last week. And people were mad and people were mad about this. But I was just like, listen, with the Keith Lee thing, there ain't really no reason for him to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, yeah. there, it, it, this is stuff we've heard about and that people have reported about that wasn't him. So it's like, Something's and this is stuff that that I've heard independently too. Something that mm-hmm. we I've brought up independently to to you. Not that I had like a hundred percent confirmation on it, but Wade saying some of the same stuff that I've heard before. That it might be some truth to that. And I was always concerned about Keith Lee's health because he got COVID. He said he remember that that strange ten minute video he put out, mm-hmm. and how, how odd that was. And he kept saying, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. I'm going to tell you guys the full story. And he waited for weeks and weeks and weeks. And people were like, what are you talking about? And then it was just that. And then he turned around after he got released and said, WWE didn't pay for any of my medical bills. And then they, re- they had to respond. And he didn't say anything else about it. it- he's been doing some odd shit, Mill. You got you to gotta admit. No, I agree. I agree. Um, it's certainly definitely like a little bit suspicious in terms of the way he's been acting. Um, post WWE release, and I think um, you know how there's a lot. I think we still don't know about kind of like his, you know, health issues. Which I mean, it's not for us to really know, um, but it could certainly come into play. And I'm wondering how much AEW has looked into this themselves. Not, not at all. Not at all. Come on. They let Matt Hardy's brain splatter on a fucking concrete floor on, on live on pay-per-view. Wade continues here saying, 
if any if everything is always someone else's fault there's no personal responsibility when it comes to the reality fair or unfair of what wwe wants from the wrestlers that they spend every week with dealing with all the producers all the fellow wrestlers they're at a point where it's not about creating the best roster and the best product they don't have a financial incentive i think keith lee would still be in wwe if he made some adjustments that he out of pride or stubbornness or obliviousness or whatever didn't do i'm just conveying in good faith what I think is a true story, which is if he did do some changes as other people have done, he'd still be there making money and being a feature. And he didn't. That's not me con- dogging Keith Lee. That's me conveying the facts of what uh, of the case, which is that he'd have a better career and maybe it remains to be seen in AEW. And that's what we said last week. We don't know if this if this happens again. Right. And this is they, the same issue. Mm-hmm. What? Like, no, the, I feel like. I feel like in WWE, this is all just speculation based on everything that I'm kind of piecing together. I feel like based on the health issues, things like that, um, you know, vaccination requests, I can't, I I don't know his vaccination status currently, but we can only surmise. Um, I feel like they told him you to be in a much healthier state in this company, you need to lose a little weight. And I feel like he didn't. It's kind of like the thing that's going on with Zion Williamson right now, where he's being perceived to having attitude problems in for the New Orleans Pelicans, and he's perceived like he doesn't really want to be there. Um, they're telling him to lose his weight. He may or may not have lost the weight. He's got a lot of health issues with his ankle and stuff like that. Something very, very similar seems to be happening, and it can really happen when someone either doesn't want to be there or feel like they're, it's their own kind of way that they want to deal with things. And mm-hmm. that could be the reason why they put Keith Lee in a fucking shirt in a top. Um, I don't know why I keep saying top, but they put him, <laughs> they put him in a, they put him in a shirt. It's something along those lines because they feel like, okay, you need to lose a little bit more weight. Like you need to make sure that you're healthy. We've seen this before. And I say this because we've seen this with Mark Henry before. And they sent Mark Henry right back down to OVW and said, get your ass back in shape and do your damn thing. They did it for the big show himself. They told big show, make sure your health is supreme. You are 500 and a million pounds. Get back down to OVW, work that shit off. They've done this before in the past. Yeah. So I could see this being a possible issue and maybe he, uh, maybe there was a little bit of resistance to him from him for it. That ends up resulting in, you know, his release. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like if this ha- like that's why I'm waiting and seeing on what they're gonna do. Because this if he has attitude issues No, it's fine. Yeah. No. If if he's having attitude issues there and AEW is by far a more looser organization than WWE is, we and we've seen how, you know, whether you wanna look at it however you wanna look at it, we see what Adam Cole looks like now. <laughs> you feel me? We 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 see that they letting people do whatever they want to do over there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that that's that's a that's a good or bad thing. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like that's that's a thing that that's true there. It's true. They let people pretty much do what they want to do. We'll see what Keith Lee does when he has no when he has no limiters. You know what I mean? He can he he can he can really do what he wants to do, but what I saw, he did look a little gassed. He did look a little big. What I do know he looked like when he was on NXT, he was leaner, he was moving. You know what I'm saying, and and if that's the issue that he has, like that, I completely, I, I understand it. But they need to afford him the time, and he needs to afford himself the time to just get right and get better. We want to see him succeed. I want to see him succeed. 
but this is this is like a this this might be indicative of a larger issue with the guy. Mm. I could see that. Absolutely. These are all things we're surmising from reports and stuff like that. And like once again, like not everything in these reports may be true, but when you have like multiple reports regarding something where there's smoke, there's fire. There's usually something either along the lines or something like we've seen this way too many times, even up to last week with like problems with the EVPs and stuff like that. We've been hearing that for years. I mean, let's look, and look where it resulted. Let's tap in because, you know, Kenny Omega had an interview. That man's a sissy. <laughs> Listen, man. Kenny Omega, he's a different nigga, man. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. I don't I don't like that, to be honest with you. Like I don't like because to me, like my pin tweet on Twitter, this is very, you know, this is very of the moment right now. My pin tweet says, hold on, let me pull it up right now. My <clears throat> pin tweet says, please no fake support. It's not even worth it. Just hate mm-hmm. me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That is my pin tweet. On Tuesday, right before we recorded the A show last week, everyone sending well wishes for Cody. Oh, we, you know, thank you, Cody. You helped me out. All this other stuff. Big press release. Big all these things. Everybody was in on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, less than a week later. Another EVP is coming out, talking to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Mm-hmm. Openly, scandalously, <laughs> about just... Spilling the tea. Just, and you know, it's like, in my brain, it's like, you're not doing this interview to promote anything because you're not on television. You're not doing this interview to sell anything Cause that game's still on the cutting room floor, <laughs> and uh, it don't look good. <laughs> Let's just keep it a hundred. The conversation surrounding two K twenty two is like one eight, a complete one eighty in the past three weeks. Let's just be clear. Like they still they, trying they, to figure they, out they doing strong grapples or light grapples, something along those lines. I'm sure they're trying to figure that out. Oh man! So you really coming on this show to set the record straight? about Cody Rhodes, probably because this is a company that in the past, when they hear all the speculation from fans, when Cody leaves, Cody, this thing is a big deal. We asked our patrons for the question of the week this week. Do you think Cody will, um, do you think Cody's release will have a major effect on AEW? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, you know, a couple people answered, but overall, I think just this, and, and we'll get to those kind of answers as well. But overall, I think this was just, to this is a company that's reactive to all this you know all the little voices and all the little tweets and everything that's going on Mm -hmm. and i think this is another case of that because there's no reason why five days after the man release but hours before the saudi show as if they're trying to like get in front of like cody was appearing in saudi arabia it was like oh i gotta get in front of this (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah to me i didn't think of that i didn't think of that Cause the, the, he says, you know, he says in the interview, like, "Oh, I hear he might be flying out to Saudi Arabia." I'm like, "You don't even know that." <laughs> like, you're just trying to get ahead of this. To me, there's no reason why he should have done this interview, especially if you're an EVP. You clearly have bigger things to worry about, like the state of your company. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, like, and, and how to and how to 
cover this tremendous like say what you will this is a tremendous loss to them visibility visibility side and like i said last week like on the network side like he had shows on the network that your show is on like some of the shit that kenny said in here and we're gonna get to like like mill said we're gonna get to some of the answers from our patrons in a second but he says um when this thing first started that that being AEW, i would say that cody was the most passionate person about a revolution the most passionate person about creating an us versus them mentality that was cody so it was strange for him to just up and walk away however that being said Feelings change. The environment around you is ever changing. It's constantly changing. And maybe the mission statement or the goal or the revolution, whatever it is you're searching for, trying to create, maybe that isn't what it is anymore to you. Maybe that isn't your inspiration. That isn't what gets you out of bed every day. That is scathing. <laughs> that is. Listen. That is, <laughs> listen, I ain't like Cody a lot on that damn television show neither. I'm not going to front like I like Cody. No, absolutely Cody, not. Cody definitely had his own universe. He had 18 million pyros. His music was hilarious to me every week because how, like, self, <laughs> I don't know, it just, just how self it was. But for, to me, it's real corny. And this isn't the first time we see this. Once again, it's the Big Swole thing. Mm-hmm. Big Swole said something. Cody didn't even say anything, by the way. It's just his actions of leaving the company that makes people feel a certain way. Big right. Swole voiced how she felt about certain things. And immediately the company had to jump out. And by the company, I mean the head of the company. Tony Khan had to jump out and react. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Anytime there is some sort of bad press or even conversation around this thing, they're reacting. You know? It's a... Yeah. It's weird. It's it's very. Not, it's not even. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird for a company to do that. I don't even react, and I'm not even like. <laughs> for Kenny to be like, "Nah, that wasn't us. That was him." That's a lie. That is a lie. That's y'all a lie. look at ratings every week. Y'all on ShowBuzzDaily.com too. I'm not even sure Bro, y'all got a subscription. <laughs> Jericho, Tony Khan saying, "I'm the only Khan in wrestling." Uh, you yourself, Kenny, when Roman had the cancer diagnosis, talking about video games on the timeline and everyone else was talking about <laughs> fucking Roman Reigns. Literally every company was talking about Roman Reigns' cancer diagnosis. Kenny says, hey, what's up, Street Fighter Five, niggas? Like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, read the room here. But for him to say that is crazy. Like, listen, Cody's going to have a lot of reckoning to do. I'm pretty sure Cody can, can wrap all of that up on the backstage area by just saying hey i was trying to sell a company which i'm pretty sure everyone in wwe understands i'm quite sure he's probably talked to a lot of those people there and been like yo it's no hard feelings i was trying to i was trying to get the bag but to say that y'all weren't tapped into the war or whatever the fuck you want to call it is a damn lie like it's crazy that he's trying to basically put the buck on on cody and i feel like all of them are going to do that now i feel like they're all going to do that now they're all going to say oh we never wanted no smoke that was cody because they don't have to me the actual star power to make th- to keep this shit going. Anybody listening to Jericho? You know what I'm saying? People people were listening to Cody. I would say Mills. A lot of people probably started watching that because of the the the, the trails that Cody blazed to get there. Let's just be honest. People like his they like his story. His story is a good and inspirational story, and that's why people went towards it. Not me, but yes, I'm sure people could feel that way. <laughs> um, Kenny says. Also, Kenny says, um, this is where me and the Bucks differed. We never wanted to go to war with WWE or Vince. We wanted to give people an option and give people a platform for our brand of storytelling and our style of wrestling. And I think oh. when Cody had his way of going about it, 
I wasn't sure how to follow up with that, nor was I interested. So there was sort of like this, there's Kenny doing his thing, there's the Bucks doing their thing, and there's the Cody-verse over there doing whatever it is he does, and then there's the stuff that, that Tony does. And then eventually, I guess as the fans know now, it's essentially just Tony's show, and of course, he's always going to listen to our advice. And uh, he, he finishes by saying, uh, it's very possible that this current vision of, of AEW just wasn't a good fit for Cody. This is a crazy interview. Like, I can't even believe that he that he even said any of this. Like, literally everyone he's naming here has said something disparaging about another company or WWE literally within the last six months, including I hate, him. I hate reactive interviews because unless you have something to address, so, like an actual controversial, actual something to address, there's no reason for it. It reminds me, listen, we, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, that Roddy Rich and Academics interview. Roddy Rich ain't got nothing yeah. to sell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got an album that came out a number of months ago that people decide people listen to. I don't even say people decided. People listen to it because they listen to Roddy Rich and decide this wasn't as good. And he's reacting to people thinking that. This to me is the same thing with this Kenny Omega interview. Yeah. He's reacting. And it's not even I, I look at it and I lose a little bit of respect for him. Because there's several ways that you can go about this. And it, and, it, and it defers away from the whatever sham or whatever statements or whatever they did on Tuesday. When right. everyone released their little statements at once, Cody Rhodes, we thank Cody Rhodes for all of his endeavors and all this. Goldust, I'm not leaving. Tell you right now, I'm not leaving. Exactly. <laughs> That's your brother. That's your brother, bro. They have a That's weird your brother. I'm not even gonna like. Yeah, they are. They are. But but listen, man. I want to get into what what some of the some of our patrons said. Uh, this is Justin. He says Cody Cody leaving reveals a lot about the thinking over in AEW. Love or hate Cody, he's a professional, a consummate professional. So if you're willing to let someone leave who has a lifelong understanding of the E, are you really trying to be number one? AEW fans will say they have Jericho, but if we're being honest, how much of these fans trust Jericho not returning? Cody was the best chance they had at competing, and he left to return to the company that he said he would never go back to because he burned those bridges. Without Col- Cody, do, you, do y'all really believe that AEW gets the mega deal that keeps them competitive after the deal expires in 2024? Look at the numbers now. They burned all of the Mania level lap matches that they got because they tried to program this shit like PWG. But PWG runs every four to six weeks, not 50 weeks a year. Mm. Mm. Huh. JD Jackson says, AEW wrestlers will take note especially if Cody gets pushed in a title run. This also shows that behind the scenes, AEW isn't what it makes it seems to be. TK seems like a fan being led by wrestlers and how to control a product. Same as Dixie Carter in TNA. And just like Dixie, that could come and bite him in the ass. Mike Brown says, it's less of a massive blow to the on-screen product and more to the behind the scenes and perception of the company itself. It'll definitely at least raise some eyebrows for current and uh, potential talents. That's good. Good point. Good point. Um. Shout out to Petty. She says, a lot of fans didn't care for Cody's storyline, so no in that aspect, but a lot of Cody in wrestling was polarizing and he created a vision. Without him, AEW loses part of its foundation and audience, especially if Cody spills the beans on how the structure of the company is, like Swole did. I mean, that could definitely be true. That could happen too, yeah. Uh, John Pierce says, I don't think it'll hurt ratings-wise, but as far as expanding the audience, yes. 
I have yet to see proof of either other VPs willing to try anything to broaden their their audience. And TK seems to think that if I sign this guy, then people will watch. I feel like the general consensus is no from an on-screen product. <laughs> because Cody on-screen, did definitely... What happened? On-screen, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he did his own thing. Like, he was in his own universe. And to be honest, I don't think any person is bigger than the company. If CM Punk decides to leave one day, the company will still roll on. Programs will still happen. People will still get pushed. Storylines will still happen, and people will absorb them however ways they're going to absorb them. So I don't think from a standpoint there. Do I think he had this major effect on the company that will draw away viewers? I don't even think that. Because, to be honest with you, in my opinion, Cody has not proved himself to be a main eventer to me. <laughs> like, to me, he is still a very savvy mid-carder. <laughs> yeah. He is someone who is very much in control of the programs that he was in to put him in these very high emotionally based situations that he was in. But he has not proved to transcend that level to the next level in every company that he's been in. The made, He's had his best success when he's been in control of how, he, how his character is placed. He has not broken through on any level. He has not, you know, certain fan base, all this other stuff, you know, lines like that. I don't agree that he's a bigger wrestler than, say, a Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, rather, or CM Punk. But do I think he should have got paid more? Yeah. yeah. I'm not renegotiating the contract and asking for the same shit. <laughs> At least, uh, and, and someone brought up a good point. I believe I, I listened to the clip of Brian Last talking about it with Cornette. I only listen to Cornette's AEW stuff, not, nothing else. Right. He said that it was interesting that the Bucks got the extension a month and a half ago, and Jericho got the extension a couple weeks ago. But Cody didn't even get an option to get the extension from Tony. He they just straight up went in renegotiation. Listen, man. So they, that that means that this was always planned that they were going to let him go. If they don't want, if he don't want to do business, we'll do business for him. Huh? <sighs> Crazy. Uh. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, we we are we are six weeks away from WrestleMania. It is said that Cody will be there or be in the in the company in some capacity. Is being rumored. They're they're definitely alluding to it on Monday Night Raw. But uh, when we get back from break, we'll give our quick thoughts on Elimination Chamber, and we'll talk about uh, Raw and and how they kind of they 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 hit they put the pedal to the metal on Monday on WrestleMania. So we'll talk about that after the break. Not for me. So I busted my ass for 10 years to get WrestleMania back. And last year, I main evented it again. I need WrestleMania. And they're calling WrestleMania 38 the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. But you can't call WrestleMania stupendous without me. And as much as I need WrestleMania, WrestleMania needs edge. So I am throwing down the gauntlet. I am laying this challenge out to everyone in that locker room. I need someone to step up. You want to prove yourself? You stand across the ring at WrestleMania against the man who is still the best in this industry today. A certifiable legend. You fight me at WrestleMania, 
and I'll make you live forever. Ooh, chills. Man, chills. he put his whole ass in that fucking promo, bro. <laughs> Yo, I don't want this promo to be forgotten about in December because that was one of the best Edge promos I think I've ever heard. And he, I'm being honest. I love Edge because he does not ignore his story. He embraces it and uses it to fuel things that he has coming in the future. He yeah. uses this. Re- he he knows that it's not a world title shot at WrestleMania this year. He's not having a blood feud against Randy Orton. It's already February. WrestleMania is six weeks away, five weeks away. Doesn't have an announced program yet, but he's using that to fuel. Like, listen, we gonna make this hot no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're gonna make this. A, it's like an artist saying, "We are gonna make this album hot." Call up Just Blaze or whatever the fuck he is. You know, call up somebody. We're going to make this hot no matter what. That promo was everything I love about Edge. That promo was like, yo, I got to meet this guy one day. I really do. Like, to just be like, yo, you're one of the goats, man. You really are. Like, it's, it's incredible. Elimination Chamber. Hmm. Good show. We got a, we got a spaces about it on Saturday. Of course, Team uh, Lipo was in the building. Yeah, Team Li- <laughs> the Lipos let it play out. <laughs> Team Lipo, I listen. I listen. Overly mitigated. I know what y'all talking about. <laughs> hey, no, nah, no, nah, that's that's hilarious. But but listen, man, everything that happened was supposed to happen the way that it happened. And th- th- tell me, I'm telling you. I, I I'll say it right now, man. I'm excited for WrestleMania, bro. I don't care. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm excited for WrestleMania because why, <laughs> bro, bro. <laughs> like, why would there be anything else? Yeah, I'm so I'm, I, I'm so confused. Like, I'm so confused. Wrestling fans, don't do it to yourselves because ninety percent of the time you do it to yourself. Yeah. There's the business. There's definitely stuff that we want from WWE. I get it. But realistically, this is also a television show. And they're just going to give you whatever they write. Because we don't ask for the same shit. I mean, we do ask a little bit from Euphoria for a little bit better writing. That's, that's a fact. We can get that. <laughs> but we're, we're, with this carny shit? Come on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different. There's so many va- factors and variables coming into play. But listen... Don't do it to yourself. Try to enjoy no. the moments you can. And if you feel like you're not about to enjoy something, take a walk out. Yeah, don't watch. Go get something to drink. Go get something to eat if you're in the stadium in WrestleMania. Go turn into something else. It's not, you know, we're in control. I want everyone to be understand that they're in control of the things they do and in control of the things they watch. I'm not a big fan of a lot of stuff that's going on in WWE. When stuff that I'm not a fan of happening, like fucking Dana Brooke and Reggie storylines, I'll open TikTok <laughs> and I'm on TikTok for them six minutes or so. Let it yeah, play out, it, bro. <laughs> it, it is. It, hey, man, if it don't play out, bro, don't watch. I'm not mad. We're going to get mad at this shit. But hey, all my playouts is playing out and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> shout, shout out to the playouts. Uh, <laughs> all, my, all my playouts is playing out. You feel me? So I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I thought Elimination Chamber was good, man. I thought it was a good show. I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, I, I said the matches were good. They weren't great. 
Um, I thought that I thought that the uh, the the um, chamber matches were, were probably far and away the best things on on the show to, uh, on the show though. How did you feel about Bobby and his exit from the chamber? Uh, a lot of people felt the way about him being injured, but getting there and and them having to take him off the match. I felt as though they they still they kept they they made it a freak accident, which I thought was 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 funny. <laughs> but people were like, well, why would he even go? Why wouldn't you just replace him? I'm like, well. Let, can he still get paid? I mean, you still gotta go and get paid, bro. Like, it just is what it is. I thought they had a, a pretty solid storyline reason, and if his shoulder is as serious as they say it is, let him get reevaluated and let him and Brock get that one-on-one match so that we can get this over with, so people can stop saying that they're adding Bobby to the title match. He is not going to be in it. He's not. Why do people keep saying this? He ain't got no title. Why would he be in it? <laughs> He's not in it. You have to exactly. You have to have a title. Why would you make it a triple threat? It's not happening, bro. Becky and Bianca is not going to be a triple threat. <laughs> it is not. What is wrong with y'all? Charlotte and Ronda. Sasha's not going to be in that match. I'm sorry. I think that they're triple threaded out. I think they're done with those if, in terms of, of, of main event matches. And you know what? I'm fucking glad about it. Let's uh, listen. Let it play out. <laughs> <laughs> let it let it play out. Let it play out. You might like the results. Let it play out though. If you don't like it, if you don't like Ronda versus Charlotte, you don't gotta watch that shit. No, but is, be- there a, is, is there a way that we could jerry rig Biggie into the main event by just giving him an early money in the bank and he can ca- I'm like no, no, no. <laughs> There's no way like, out. I feel like Big E. This is just a sidebar. I feel like Big E is very distraught by I guess how his title reign was. I'm not sure how much of it's fueled by fans because I definitely know few fans definitely do support it. But I do feel like in just recent interviews and stuff like that, and just his whole kind of like demeanor and stuff, um, that he is distraught. I think he's not letting it affect him majorly because he's still got a job to do. But I think he is affected. But realistically also, I think if he's as good as everyone says he is, he'll get back there. He will get back. Yeah. Just not WrestleMania, nigga. <laughs> no, this is, you, you got to do this. And let's get to Raw. No, uh, nothing much happened on SmackDown other than Sami Zayn. Congratulations, three-time IC champion. Really good match. Um, left it open for there to be a rematch, I feel. So shout out to, to Sami uh, in his match against Nakamura. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the, only, that's the only real thing you should go back and watch from SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, but Monday Night Raw, they hit the pedal to the metal, huh? They said, all right, it's time. Let's let's get the let's get this shit rolling. I love shows where things happen. Listen, I, I football is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas said, "Let's put it back in motion. Let's put the pedal to the metal. Let's Absolutely. bring everybody back. Bring everybody out." Listen, I enjoyed it. WrestleMania uh, season is here. I know why you enjoyed it. I know why you enjoyed this raw. Hey man, I'm, we're gonna get to that in a second. Man. I know why you enjoy this wrong. Hey, we're gonna get to that in a second, baby. We're gonna get to that in a second. Let's get to Brock Lesnar first. Loving this baby face. Uh he, he is by and large the number one baby face in the company, right? Absolutely. So like and they built it for a reason because you have to have him be that conquering hero mm-hmm. to go against the the other damn near unbeatable heel in Roman Reigns. You gotta understand that part. Absolutely. I understand it, I get it, it's cool. We learned that he's probably gonna he's probably gonna face Bobby Lashley next week on Saturday at Madison Square Garden. Uh, uh, if Bobby, did they? If Bobby, Bobby? Yes, they did. Paul Heyman said you're gonna face Bobby Lashley, and if he's not cleared of concussion protocols, 
I'll find somebody else for you. So I'm guessing it'll be Bobby or uh I have no fucking clue who else they could grab <laughs> that would be Nigga. up to stuff. <laughs> Hell to the no. It makes me want to go to the show. But I can't really just, go just right now. Be, just to see who it would be, you know? So yeah, uh, I would love to know. go to that show. But we'll see. We'll see who it is. But he announces yeah. that. But we're getting, I mean, it's here now. Uh Brock will be on SmackDown this Friday, but we're we're here. This is this this is the series finale. In my opinion, of the Brock, the, the Brock and Roman issues, it don't it don't get bigger than this. And mm-hmm. in order to, I, I'm wondering how they make this important. I want to see, I want to see them do video packages of them going all the way back to what was it, 2015, 2014, or whatever. I want to see video packages of, of that going back to that that era. I want to see I want to see their whole history because they these guys have a history. They need to make for the people that don't understand why they're doing this. They need to make people understand why this is an important match, even if you've seen it for six times or whatever. This is why this is the the main one. You got to sell these people on it because a lot of people just aren't sold on it yet. Absolutely, I agree. Oof. A lot of what few. else happened on Raw? Listen, talk about it. Get into it because your man's is back. I don't even want, I don't even know why we've been taking this long to talk about it. Your man's is back. Who uh yeah, man. So Finn Balor returns oh, on this oh, show. Yeah, man, me. Come on, man. Finn Balor's to back. Out, to help out Tommaso Ciampa, who uh made his this is the first match he's had on Raw in what, two and a half, three years? Two and a half, three years. Uh, he's undefeated on Raw, if you have not counted. <laughs> yeah, so so he's back on Raw. They had a match against the Dirty Dogs, which I thought was solid. I I and, you know. You might have a different opinion. Tommaso looked good out there. I thought he looked yeah. like he fit. He he looks good. Listen, a wrestler's gonna wrestle. You put him yeah. out there. When now when we have to, you know, when it comes to Vince McMahon and he feels like, yeah, I gotta add something else, that may be where the discrepancy comes from. Or it's like, oh, okay, we gotta add something else to this man. We gotta gotta we need a hook or something along those lines. Then mm-hmm. there may become some sort of issue. But if you ask Tommaso Ciampa to go, he gonna go. And he looked great out there. Um, I think the Dirty Dogs gave him a lot. I think, you know, he gets a win on Raw with Finn. Finn is back. He's getting a win, too. It's a, it was a great, you know, introduction to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Tommaso and Ziggler, um, they wrestle on NXT 2.0 this week. Um, I, do we, are we seeing... Potentially, one thing I will love about 2.0 is that the 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 guest appearances they feel more organic. They feel very much like the teams are working together. If that right. makes any sense, like no, yeah, right. we know, like the the stories make sense, and it feels like finally it's not just NXT doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do, and it's like a it's actually what it should be. Um, do you feel like this is leading the way for Tommaso to finally leave? I feel like I mean he dyed his beard. He's he's looking a little bit more cut. It's he's looking good. Listen, the beard has died. He gotta go. That's just yeah. it. <laughs> he ain't died a he ain't died a beard to fit in with Carmelo Hayes and them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. Um, yeah, I think we're we're beginning the transition, and I think we'll see Carmelo Hayes eventually get called up. Um, you know, to Monday nights apparently is what it's looking like, or maybe two, or maybe Friday. Who knows? Either one. He is needed on either show. Trust me, because I like I said, you need to have people there that fucking feel important, that feel important. And you know what was crazy about that was that like Damien having that really good match with Shelton, 
and him finally having that promo where he talks about the shit that he's done made him feel more important in the past three, four months of his character. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I felt agree. like he... I felt like he was... I was like, yo, you actually feel like a character now because you're telling us why <laughs> we should give a fuck about you. And he um he put out an open challenge because he said, I beat a former world champions, which he has. And he said... And Finn Balor comes out and he says, hey, I mean, I, I'll, I'll accept it. I am that nigga. Here I am. <laughs> so we get to see Finn twice. They say, all right, nigga, we got something for you. <laughs> he probably said, I'm not coming back unless you have something for me. Let him, let him, he was chilling over in Ireland. Let him get his R and R. Said, "Listen, I'll come back for Mania time. Just make sure to have something for me." It's like you know what we got something for you, and it's Damian Priest. Now, you think Finn Balor wins next week? I think he. I think he should. I think the the U.S. title is an anchor for Damian at this point. In a lot of ways, I think I that feel, he. I feel like we're getting a heel turn, official for heel Damian? turn. Yeah, official, official. As we should, as we should, we need to we need to have Finn get that. It's the one title he hasn't got yet. Um, I think Finn could hold down that like he did with the IC title. I think there's a lot of places he could go with that. He could still mm-hmm. have good matches. He could still do really cool stuff there if that's where they want him to be at. But give him a fucking feud. You know what I mean? Give him something to do. Give these two guys something to do. I think the match next. We know they can go. We saw it in your house two years ago, and I think that. Um, it's just afterwards. Like, if this is your mania match, do we get the demon against the evil of Damien? Is that where we're going? I think it's interesting. I think a demon WrestleMania entrance, Finn gonna have to crawl down a long ass <laughs> ramp, but they gonna I put that it, man on a fucking golf cart and, <laughs> and speed him down that lane, boy. But what a cool moment for him if he's able to do that, right? So, like, if that's where they're going to go, then I think that's that's a really big... Again, make this big. Make Finn a big deal. And, but I think next week, this, this this should be a match where Finn wins, I think. And I think that that's where they're, they're, trying, to, they're trying to rebuild him. At least get his win back against Austin Theory, who wasn't even on the show this week. I think he's for real hurt. Uh, as he should be. My man flew from the top <laughs> to the bottom. He started from the top and ended at the bottom. He's gone. Let him sit it out. Let, let him chill for a minute. Let him chill for a minute. Um, The Miz, man. The Miz and the Mysterios punched their ticket to WrestleMania. Whew. But they got, they got a buddy with them. Logan Paul. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> man. Uh, Miz is funny for saying dashing in the promo, by the way. They are laying it. The Cody stuff this episode, that's when niggas is, is letting their nuts hang. And they know they won something. <laughs> Listen, it's only because they know that all y'all are a bunch of shills. And... <laughs> who hang on who gonna report this who gonna tweet about it who's like, oh my god he said dashing I didn't respond to that cause I know what the fuck they doing <laughs> they gonna do yeah. this shit all the time bro listen that was so funny yo first of all I don't think Dominic knew just how strong this nigga Logan Paul was <laughs> yeah <laughs> that yeah. nigga roughed him up <laughs> The, the 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 skull crushing finale. He gonna have to tighten that up because <laughs> my man Dominic landed on his hip. He was like, "Yo," I was like, "Yo," kill uh, him. So, um, I I will say that his strikes look way better than a lot of people's strikes do. I, I liked his strikes. His strike looked, looked really good. It looked mm-hmm. like he was really fighting. Um, but that's your match, WrestleMania. I'm shocked they don't have the Chiron for it uh, ready yet, but it's going to be the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul. Unpopular opinion, I feel like Logan Paul and Miz should win. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, they always do the weird booking in, in Mania where a heel wins where we feel like they shouldn't win. Yeah. I think this, this is the one time where I feel like a celebrity should win this, this type of shit. He should knock his ass out, huh? I just no, want to know like what. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't I mean, even feel just, right saying that. <laughs> win for the Miz is a is a bad thing considering what he went through last year with Bad Bunny. Uh, I'm I'm beginning to realize Miz has a lot of tag matches at WrestleMania. My man, he's always put into something with something. Not a lot of singles matches, but you know what? Fine, cool. He's always on WrestleMania though. Um, I think a big moment is him going a, a singles against a, a um a actual like celebrity next year maybe him and offset with cardi and as the special guest referee i hope so listen i hope so we need cardi in wwe listen logan paul is cool there's rumors of sammy Zayn versus johnny knoxville that's i for the ic title yeah that's what i've heard rumors um i, I like wouldn't I, I don't nah, nah. um if you saw jackass forever you would see that like this guy could take a bump Okay, I haven't seen Jackass forever. When's it coming on Paramount Plus? I don't know. Good question. 2025? <laughs> no, it should. I think it hasn't been 40 days yet. So, so check back in 40 days. So. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, the matches, the matches, and the matches, and match. Well, there's a lot of stuff that happened on the show. Uh, you want to get a Bianca and Becky next? Yes, because them girls rocked it. All three of them. Listen. Yeah. You want to talk about authenticity. You want to talk about really good promos. You want to talk about having the crowd. They don't be what in her. They whatted the shit out of Reggie uh, on Monday night, but they didn't what Bianca at all. They sat and they listened and they cheered and they were, they, they fuck with her. Listen, bigger than that. They brought back. Here's a thing that y'all, that that people was not getting. They are going to bring up the SummerSlam thing because as a character, not as a human, trust me, as a human, she went about her life. As the character, it haunts Bianca as much as it haunts you guys that we're mad about it. Mm-hmm. And she, she talks about it. And she says that was a low point. But she says she got over it. But that is going to be the demon going into it. It's her lasting and finally beating Becky definitively at WrestleMania. I love this promo. I think Becky and Bianca, I think Bianca is one of Becky's greatest foils. If you want to go if you want to go with maybe Sasha or Charlotte, I think Bianca's right up there in terms of foils. I think that they, yeah. they work really well together, especially on the mic. And that and, and last night proved it. What'd you think? No, I agree. I think just the reactions that it's like the little things that um, Bianca does. I think just the reaction to her promo, just talking about it like a human being, kind of going back and forth with it. I think Becky always gives her best, and sometimes her opponents don't give it back in the way that she'd expect them to give it back. But Bianca gonna give it back. This is why this is such an amazing feud going into WrestleMania, and I'm all for it. Um, yeah, and then you know, and then you know, then be heard. That's Dewdrop thing. Dewdrop. I love her. She's so cute. <laughs> I find her like adorable. Like I find Dewdrop adorable. Like maybe it's just me. <laughs> I fuck with Dewdrop, man. I, we've been singing her praises for for months. Okay, in terms of somebody who took what they got and they made the most of it. And Listen, do to do. You know what I'm saying? Like Dewdrop and Bianca have not missed. I, I look at Dewdrop as kind of like in that role that Nia Jax was in, but she's but like not that like 
they make her feel unbeatable, but they make it feel like when you beat her, you actually did something. Yeah. It takes you it takes you a lot to beat Dewdrop and they make her tough. And even in losses, she doesn't she she's she doesn't lose a lot and when when she loses because you you have to do so much to put her away. And her and Bianca, I think, had their best match on Monday night. I thought it was the match of the of the show. Um, potentially could be match of the of, of the week in terms of just what they did. The power bomb from the fucking top rope from Bianca to, to do drop even had Becky like, holy shit. Yeah. Great fucking match. Amazing. Good stuff. Good stuff. So it's official. Ain't going to be nobody added. There ain't going to be no. Listen, th- this is the match, y'all. This is what y'all wanted to see. This was the story ending. The one time y'all want a long term story and they do it. The one thing y'all niggas say, it was not the plan. Huh? Mills, did you hear that? They said it wasn't a plan. This shit was the plan, bro. This shit was the plan. (laughs) It was always the plan. I'll say this. It was the plan because Becky wanted it to be the plan, by the way. A hundred percent. There were a lot of things going in Bianca's favor, or really in in a lot of people's favor, in y'all's favor, the fans. Becky wants this, and she's even said in interviews that that, that Bianca's the first person she'll name. The office is behind Bianca. The office is behind Becky. Where the fuck out? And, and the thing is, what will make a bonus if they have a better match than Charlotte and Ronda? Because mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's what Becky wants to do. Mm-hmm. She wants to have a better match than Charlotte. Because when you think about it right now, I'm going to keep it 100. More people are talking about this than Charlotte and Ronda. Keep it 100 with you. I'm a, I'm a bit more excited about this than Charlotte and Ronda. I, I agree. I agree. I think both will be great matches. But I do agree. The other one might be a little sloppy, but isn't I think they'll get the point across. But I agree. I agree. Um, what else happened on Monday Night Raw? Rhea Ripley, they're they're hinting heavily that she's looking for a path to WrestleMania. So I would expect that to be opened up in the next couple of weeks. I hope so. Alexa wasn't on the show, but I'm thinking it's gonna be Alexa. I would hope so. It's gotta be somebody. I love Rhea. I love her. I want to end with Edge. I want to end with Edge, but um, this Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, RK Bro, Alpha Academy thing. Owens and 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 Seth are fighting for their WrestleMania lives to be on the card. Where do you see if the rumors are true with Cody and Stone Cold Steve Austin? What do you think would happen here? Because there's no way that I think that they're going to win the tag team titles. I just don't think that that's going to be the path here. I think that this was very much to give them something to do as they prepare for what. I think Cody comes after the tag team title match. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. I think Cody comes after that tag team title match um, and kind of whisks it away from Kevin Owens. Um, Seth says, I got some business to deal with. I got to deal with this Cody guy. Kevin Owens is going to be kind of upset about it because he's going to feel like his path to WrestleMania is now not clear. And then... I'm sure it's 316 on a Monday. No, it's 314 on a Monday. And that's it. And the, the thing is, Boo. March, March 14th, March 14th, they are in Jacksonville. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Spicy. My thing with KO is that I don't think that they announced Austin at all. And you have KO come out at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. And demand to have a match, and that's when you get Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh wee! Sorry. Ooh wee! 
I would I would do that right. That would make more sense, right? But you would I leave agree. KO out because then you don't have to. But it's but it, then it, it becomes like, do you announce the Stone Cold match or do you do it for the fans in the arena and watching on Peacock or whatever? Right, right. That's the war that I'm having right now. If they want people to get asses and seats, you announce it. But how physical can these two really get? I mean, the next couple of weeks is they're going to be in uh, next week. They're going to be Columbus, then Cleveland, then Jacksonville. This Columbus and run. Cleveland. Yeah, Cle- well, Ohio, Ohio got on these niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke the fuck up. I was like Columbus and Cleveland. Huh? <laughs> Back to back weeks, them niggas gotta stay in Ohio for a whole week. I'm sorry to all my Ohioans. I'm sorry, Ben Coyle. Sorry, Coyle. Sorry. sorry, but what they got on a, what they got on WWE? It must be cheap to perform there. Um, yeah. They know where the bodies are buried, my nigga. They know where the bodies are buried. Yeah. Uh, it's not exactly the most exciting thing where you where you have a Philadelphia and a Chicago to go to. In fact, I think they actually go there like after they're there. But like the the, the go home shows in Pittsburgh, like I think the best thing to do is in two weeks on the seventh, you have them lose the main event. I, I would put in the main event, and then on the fourteenth, you have Cody come out in Jacksonville. I agree. Let me tell you something about go home show for WrestleMania. Ain't nothing worse than a go home show for WrestleMania. <laughs> oh yeah, video <laughs> packages. <laughs> Nigga, don't expect a soul to be wrestling who is important. They damn near put on the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal last year. It was like, we ain't touching this shit. <laughs> well, and also, it's, it's an extra level of, of concern because you don't want them to catch COVID. And it's like, you got to be extra, extra careful because you don't want any of these people to get injured or now catch COVID before this thing happens. So I would expect them to be very light on, especially the heavy hitters performing mm-hmm. uh, before like I would expect some stretcher jobs and shit yeah. so people can be off TV <laughs> while they while they get ready. Um, but I, I think that again, that triple threat with 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 Rollins and KO versus RK Bro and the Alpha Academy should be really good on the seventh. I just don't know what they got planned for next week. I, I like what what are they going to do? Like next week to me feels like a toss up show if they're not going to have any surprises. I'm also very concerned for next week, but also I don't really check for Raw like that. To be honest with you, like I don't check for. <sighs> Yeah, I don't really check. I I just kind of like whatever happens, I'm showing up and just yeah, just, <laughs> whatever. It's gonna be the same niggas on the show. Like, <laughs> I don't check for Raw in a way of like, yo, what's happening next week? What are you gonna do then? Then this, then the third. We have the United Un- States Championship match, which is gonna be good. Unless, unless Roman shows up next week, and that's what they that's what they're waiting to announce. That would be a hook because because realistically, let's keep it a honey here. Both of them should be showing up on the shows until 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 Mania. Like Roman could show up next week. He could, but he don't really have to. But he could. But here's the thing: it depends on what Brock does on Friday. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why they don't want to announce it right now that he'll be there. Right. That to me, that would be the hook to watch next week. Is 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 Roman showing up? But we don't know. As far as Stone Cold goes, I'd say wait a couple weeks. But as far as Cody goes, I would probably watch the show for the next two two or three weeks to see if he shows up because I, right. I feel like it's Im- i feel like it's imminent uh last thing here edge comes out not announced by the way they didn't announce edge was gonna be there <laughs> but edge comes out and uh he sits in the chair and he says you know basically he tells he tells his story from the first wrestlemania that he was on to the first time he listened to the first time that he had you know his first title matches on the show and he said he fought for 10 years to get back here and he said now 
you can't have WrestleMania without him, and you, and and he can't be without WrestleMania. So he 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 drops a lot of things. He drops a demon reference. He drops a phenomenal reference. Then he smiles after that, which I I don't think he has a very good poker face. If if what is the rumor is said to come true, uh, and then he drops a live forever reference, which is what either Damian Priest says back in NXT or what Cody said when he uh when he left WWE the first time. AJ. Yeah. That's all I got. It's AJ. It's got to be AJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. AJ, uh, Fightful just reported that AJ has signed a... a uh, he just re-signed with the WWE. So, usually when you re-sign, you get something big. Kevin Owens re-signed, and they're talking about giving this nigga Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> so, usually when you re-sign, they give you something big. Uh, looks like Edge will be on the, on, on the plate for AJ Styles, just because... Literally, just because when he said phenomenal, this month you saw it too. He fucking chuckled <laughs> when he said that shit. Absolutely. Listen, when you resign, you're supposed to get something big. That's why some people don't resign because <laughs> they ain't getting nothing big. So they choose to leave and go somewhere else. I, I said what I said. <laughs> this was a fantastic promo. Like I said, like we said after the break, one of one of Edge's best, but also one that gets the minutia correct in terms of kind of weaving weaving you through a story, but then planting seeds for where they might go. Right. Um, I would say, oh, also next week. I mean, the next week's show, if they don't get Roman, they could have Edge there and, and he could be getting the answer to his open challenge. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could go here. But to me, this Raw was let's set the table. And start getting things in motion, and that's why that's where I love this show for is when they start setting things in motion. Right now, it's about giving us a hook for Roman and Brock, making Becky and Bianca that feud that like I would I would shudder to think they should do a some type of stipulation or something for that. Maybe if Becky says if, if I win, you can never face me again as long as I'm the champion or something like that. Like I think you should give something major so that Bianca has to overcome something or or doubt herself, and mm-hmm. I think they do that in the next couple of weeks. I agree. I'm thinking. I'm thinking clearly today, boy. Clearer than me, baby. I am hungry. <laughs> Listen, I haven't eaten yet. Well, let's get out of here. So, thank you guys for listening. Obviously, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. We are going to be doing the hot chip challenge very soon. My chip comes in today, and once we do that, we'll be able to schedule it. So, sign up for the Patreon so you can see that. Uh, so you can see that first, the, the worst and the best first on the Patreon. But also, you had a new episode of Legendary Run Season Two, Batista, with myself and Cyrus talking about Batista's first couple of main event matches on SmackDown, including JBL and a classic with Eddie Guerrero, uh, as well as the X Eight Diaries. Uh, Meals, you had a you had a, f- a fucking hilarious episode. This week with Quan and Cyrus. Had a great episode with Quan and Cyrus. Next week up, we got A Plus and Mark on the show. Rap historians, wrestling historians, talking about the NWO and what happened on that faithful night where the NWO killed the rock. Listen. <laughs> Can we are you guys gonna talk about when he returned the next week? <laughs> what do you mean? When the Rock returns oh, next week, Rock returned in like three weeks, man. He really and fine, no scars, no nothing, man. This, this shit was bullshit, man. Listen, <laughs> we go through that whole night. It is hilarious because it is hilarious for all the Hogan things. Like Hogan, just just to give you a preview, like Hogan tries to like go off at the NWO because they already got Stone Cold arrested. Hogan says, "I'm gonna fall back. The spotlight is calling me." <laughs> <laughs> So then he goes out, cuts that promo. The Rock comes out. Mark does his great Rock impressions. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a great time. We laughed. 
for far too fucking long. The pop culture segment goes damn near an hour. And I had oh to God. pretty much run it and say, like, yo, we got to talk about the <laughs> No Way Out. So it's fun for next week. Also, check out the episode from this week. We also have video to accompany this as well. So make sure you sign up to the Patreon so you can absorb all of this stuff, all of this great content. And, um, yeah, let's keep it running. Let's keep it going. All right. So we're in the road of WrestleMania firmly. We got more, some more twists and turns and surprises for you guys. So make sure you stay tuned. You hear that siren? That, that, that's telling that's me. That's you, not me. That's you, not me, baby. It's telling me, it's telling me I got to go. So thank you guys again so much for your support and for listening to the show every single week. We are not going to let you you guys down. We're in the road to WrestleMania and we got all the fucking content for you. So for meals, I am Justin. Thank you for listening to the A show. We'll see you next week. Peace.